Hey, welcome to another edition of Late Night with Larry. I'm here with my co-host, Vince. Vince, give him a shout out. Hey, welcome back. We're uh, in our satellite studio here in uh, the Southwest, the South Valley. That's right. We are in our second studio. And uh, we're not up in the Hamas as we've been. And you've heard some of our episodes where we're up in the Hamas. They're going to shut it down. So we'll be in the studio till they open it back up. Or we may have another place that we can go squatch and that may be accessible. Right. Now, there's a place close by, even closer. We've heard <clears throat> stories about sightings. And uh, I'm not going to say where it is yet. But I was up there yesterday. I, I thought, nah, I don't know if I believe the one would be out there. But I was up there, and I'm like, yep, it's thick, and they have deer. We know they have bear. They have a lot of animals. Right. So I, I told my brother, it's, I'm starting to change my opinion on Sasquatch in this area. So we're going to go check it out, maybe hike a trail and just see what we could find. We're going to see what it's all about. All right, so tonight we want to talk about Ron Moorhead. He recently did uh, a YouTube video on a... And it was a presentation on Sasquatch. Right. Now, on this video, I sent it to my brother because it was so interesting because there were so many more Sierra sounds than we heard on just the regular recording. Right. But what was special about this one is he had these voices vetted by actual scientific people in the community. Right. Uh, linguist specialists. Uh. Right. So he, well, the linguist specialist he had was Navy retired linguist specialist. Right, but other people in the same field looked at it. Right. What was interesting is the the reporter that went with him, uh, Al Barry. He was a reporter that wanted to go up there, but right. his whole outlook was, "I'm going to go up there and I'm going to prove that you guys, it's a, this, hoax. It's a hoax that someone's hoaxing you." Yes. And they went up there in 1972. Now, Ron Moorhead and his friends have been hunting up there for years, but they had interactions from, what did you say, 1971 71. to 74? Yes. Close uh, interactions. Real close interactions. Now, he said after 74, uh, I guess they had to kill a bear in the camp. In the camp is what he said. Once they killed the bear, they still heard things, but they were just off in a distance, and every year they just got further and further away. Right, and I, I think they saw him kill the bear, and they thought, oh, no, we're not going to get close to these guys. Right. So it was interesting. Uh, I don't know, what did you think about the whole... You know what, I, I, I liked it. I, I He's a well-spoken person. I was very interested the whole way through, and he really did his homework. And I like how he expanded on the sierra sounds he also played some sounds we hadn't heard before but he also got into quantum science and other possibilities right and it was one thing that stuck with me that he kept saying throughout the whole presentation was keep an open mind he did say that he did say that he said the physical evidence and the quantum evidence you know and he did say got to keep an open mind about this because too many people are just closed-minded and they say well if we don't have a body we don't have evidence right and, and i i just love the presentation i thought it was well done it was interesting i mean from start to finish he had my attention right and not just because i'm interested if i would have been a skeptic and heard this talk and heard the vocalization i i would still been amazed right Right, the the vocalization still. I still listen to them now, and they they just blow me away. I know. Well, 
These vocals were studied by the University of Wyoming for a year. Right. And and they came to the conclusion that these they are human in nature, but they're not human. Right. Now, they were talking about the frequency spectrum. Now, there's a lot in the human vocal range, but he said there's also some above and below. So right. that throws out a hoax right there. It, it does. And what caught my attention is when they read it, and you hear the the studies they did, they said that you needed a, what was it, a hyo, hyo, hyoid bone? It's a bone we have in here. Oh, right. The to, hyoid bone. To, to speak a language. Right. That's what helps the vocalization. And everyone said, you know, we're the only animals with it. That's and why primates cannot talk. That's right. They don't have that bone. Right. And, uh. After all these linguistics and these scientists studied it and they said, you know, these are vocalizations, they have their own language. Yes. The words they speak, they're even uh, supposedly phrased in a in a sentence and, and they called it a morphine stream. And what did he call it? it it's sapien, sapien sentences right. is what he called it. Uh, it was uh, sapient or something. There was a word he used to make it humanized. Right, and that's because we're Homo sapiens sapiens, so they're they're called sapiens. It's, it's sapien he said sapiens. something. He called it sapiens. Sapiens, yes, sapiens. Yeah. Well, it's spelled S A P I E N T. Okay, all right, sapient. Yeah, but um, now they they did <laughs> conclude that it, it was a a language. Now, they don't understand it. They don't know what they were saying. Right. But just the rhythms of it and how they were speaking back and forth, they said it's a language. And like you said, they studied it for a year. Now, there was another doctor. I, I, I'm guessing it was a female doctor. I can't remember her name. But her part was taken out. Right. She was, uh, she was one of 10 in the state of California that can analyze these type of languages. Right. And, and yeah... They didn't tell her that they already had it vetted. Right. But yeah, she came to the same conclusion. What was interesting is they took this language and they took it to several different professionals. And yeah. after after everyone reviewed it, they came to the same conclusion that, yeah, this is some type of human. And they said, well, at first they said, well, these are just human voices and noises played forward or backward. Or right. They were manipulated. But after they studied them, they... Could, they came to the conclusion, no, this this can't be manipulated. Right. It, right. They're not manipulated. <laughs> They're not <Yeah>. manipulated. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I, I thought it was very interesting because one technique uh, Sasquatch researchers use is to go out in the field and blast pre-recorded Sasquatch sounds. Right. And uh, Ron Moorhead, he, he, it, it cracked me up the way he said it because he don't recommend it. Right. He said, we know this is a language, they have a language, but I don't recommend you blasting out these sounds because we don't know what they're saying. Right, we don't. Yeah. But, but it was interesting how he talked about they all these recordings they got, they would have to get into the the camp into their little structure and put the microphones out to get them to record and they would only interact once they were in the structure but he said that one time he said now this is where i get to see them he said from that time on they interacted when they were out of the structure yeah and that's why he said you know we we didn't always see them but on occasion he said this is the night i saw him right and he was bobbing from tree to tree right now now 
tell him about the the print, the big one. That really impressed me. Well, he said that they found, if I remember correctly, a 26 inch footprint. Yes. With a 13 foot stride. Right. And I'm like, holy cow! So, how big do you got to be to do? Our stride rate is about three foot. Uh, right. I'm five eight, and my stride's about three foot. So. I'm more than four times our strike. <laughs> that's huge. Right. And I, I don't know how to do the math, how they figure all that out, but uh, that's got to be one of the biggest ever reported. Right. Well, the the, the strides on a normal uh, Sasquatch, they eight. say, is eight foot. Right. About seven, eight foot stride. And, and those are, what, eight, nine foot Sasquatches. Yeah. So for this one to be that, we're talking 12, 15 foot. Yeah. 12, 15 foot. Now, when he they played some of these sounds... It was amazing, and when when they said, they they named them like one was the uh, I have them here, the uh, when they do the whoops the type of messaging which was the rocks where they clacked them right the whoops the talking to each other and then the breathing, which they said the one had they said he had asthma, asthma. Yeah. and then it was a joke because they didn't know but right but he was close you could they, hear the breathing you could hear it and and it did sound like he had a lung problem he, he was wheezing wheezing sounded like me folks but, <laughs> but yeah it was interesting uh i just don't know what to make of those sounds man because right they're they're amazing they're i know if i was out in the forest alone and i heard that it's time to pack it up and get out of there yeah, it is. I, I would definitely leave. And what did you remember what they called uh, the the sound of when they just like uh, were sitting there going, ooh, ooh, ooh. They, oh, they had. He said it was a display. Display, yeah. Yeah. And he don't know if it was meant to scare them off or like maybe a, a bluff display, you know, to right. show the power. But they were, it was, it was almost like they were shaking their head like that. Right. And he called that one a display. And then the other one, they, they had names for some of the sounds right. they made. And uh, when they were whistling, that one was cool when he said, that's me. And then when he would talk back, some of them sounded like they were growling. Yeah, yeah. And here's here's what tripped me out. That growling sound is. Do you remember on a uh, the Sasquatch video that we watched with? Uh, man, I'm going brain dead. What's his <laughs> name in Canada? Oh, uh, with uh, Les, not, not Les, Les Stroud. He's he's the guy the the controversial guy. Yes, yes, uh, <clears throat> yeah. His his name's not coming. I to could me. see his face. Right. Les Stroud went out with him. They did. Uh, he he has that documentary discovering Bigfoot. Todd Standing. Todd Standing. There you go. So, do you remember when Todd Standing was there with the flare? Yeah. And that do you heard the growl? Yes. That sounded exactly like the one up there. Yeah. So that to me lent a lot of credibility to Todd, Todd Standing, Standing right. unless Todd Standing was able to get these recordings from Ron Moorhead and manipulate it into his recording which I don't know I don't know man it was pretty genuine it, it, it's possible in this day and age with the software but I mean it he if he would do that he would take a chance of somebody just saying hey I've heard that here that's a hoax well we could take his with and we have software to say no that was cut spliced right and put in and no one's done that yet so and people have tried to debunk them saying oh 
he he's great at animatronics and right. so they're saying the faces he shot are fake right you know and they're trying to debunk it but i'm like well what about what he recorded out there right and yeah. and that and you know <coughs> animatronics you have to have money to do that a, a lot of money and who's going to carry that much equipment We're way, way out, out in, in the force just to do that Right. I mean, he didn't make a million dollars off this documentary. He he did it because his main goal is to protect preservation. Of he wants them protected. And right. He wants them to have because we do say they have human DNA. He believes they should have the protection and the human rights we do. Right. Which is you can't kill them. You can't hunt them. It'll become a crime. Right. But anyway, I just thought that was interesting. And back to Ron Moorhead's little speech there right now what really impressed me about ron moorhead is um we're talking about sasquatch and he he talked about in the sierra sounds he other experiences he had but he said but today we're going to talk about sasquatch but he took it a step further and he's talking about quantum science and how everything works on a frequency and right when he was talking about people saying they see them disappear right now he said when i first heard people say that you know, I thought, man, this guy's a crackpot or whatever. And he said, but once I got into quantum science and we're working in different dimensions, you know, sight, sound, whatever. He's like, everything from the subatomic level works from frequency. And if you could change that frequency, you know, you could disappear. You could. <laughs> well, that's kind of how the military is trying to cloak. Right. It's frequency. Right. Uh, and he had a good, valid point. It's just amazing that how this topic has like sucked me in and made me look at the forest the wherever i look at the woods in a total different right so do way. i so do i especially uh, we come across people who who talk about you know seeing them disappear and right. and portals and now i i don't know are, are there actual portals or do they disappear and ron also touched on uh, aliens visiting he said it's an ancient script they've visited and they altered our DNA right. and Sasquatch might be a hybrid it may be. and another theory out there is uh, a super soldier that the government was working on that got away well here's my thing we know that the Russians have tried to hybrid human DNA with animals ape, with ape yeah. they had uh, I seen a video of a hybrid chimp with human DNA it was the ugliest thing you saw, but it, it died. It didn't right. make it. But, you know, who's to say that it didn't, that the aliens didn't come down and do that? Now, people are going to think when they hear us talk about that, they're going to be like, these guys are full of shit. But let's look at the truth. Right. People are seeing more and more, especially with technology today. <clears throat> Aliens. Aliens and capturing spaceships, craft. Right. And uh, like, like what Ron said is they may be here amongst us. And uh, if you were to talk about this 50 years ago, they would have laughed you out of the room. Just like if you had talked about Sasquatch. Right. But now with all the sightings, you, you can't discredit so many people. That's, that's and, and that's why he says... Think about it with an open mind and collect your own evidence, your physical evidence, then your quantum science evidence, because they're not, he said, they're not incorrect, either of them. They're just uh, incomplete. You need right. to put them both together. Right. And and he made a valid point. These creatures are flesh and blood. They eat. They poop. They poop. 
they leave tracks right and and they make noise you know and they procreate that's one right. of my favorite subjects that's right and like <laughs> like he he was talking about out in the hall with my book i have a cd for sale with it and he was talking about which he didn't play during this uh little speech he gave right that there's the sound of the male the female and he said and you hear a juvenile he said, and it sounds like the females getting on the juvenile, yeah, yeah. Di- dis- disciplining him, right? You know, and I'm like, wow. You know, he's he, he he's a very intelligent person. He knows what he's talking about, but <laughs> I, I got a kick out of it when he's talking about his book, and he's like, I've sold well under a million copies. <laughs> 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 yeah, but and I I think he. With this information getting out, people are going to request because I'm going to try and find his book. I, I, I'm going to—he has two. I'm going to try to find them both. And the CD, I, I want the CD. Right. I mean, for our listeners, I am going to play you some of the sounds that he played, but I would recommend you giving credit to him where credit is due. Right. Uh, buy his book, buy a CD, because this man has done the research. He's—he's he's interacted with these creatures far more than. We could ever imagine or hope to. Now, some of us, like me, I want to. I want my own sighting, but you right. know, some people say once I get it, I may not want it. Right. Yeah. But um, I don't know. Some people say it's a spiritual experience. It. It, it could be. Yeah, I'm. I'm sure. Well, the first time I had an experience, it was so dark. I. I couldn't see too much. I seen the eyes and. I, I definitely heard the chatter. Right. Now, was it the samurai chatter? It was different than what I heard from Ron <laughs> Moorhead's, but there was another one, the Sasquatch Ontario, where, man, I heard a clip, and I'm like, whoa, that's pretty damn close to what I heard. But anyway, I, I was scared there, but like we go out there, it, it's the fear turns to curiosity and a thirst for knowledge. It does. Well, here's the point that, Ron Moorhead also made, and he said, I've heard people say it, and it has to be true, that there are different types. The type they interacted with up in the Sierras may not be the same type that we hear about down in Texas in the Big Thicket. Or that we have here in New Mexico. In New Mexico. For, for one, they weren't aggressive toward them. They kept their distance, but they interacted. Right. But all the stories I hear about the Big Thicket they they'll interact with you but in an aggressive way right saying you will leave or you're going to get hurt right so. yeah it's it's interesting because uh <clears throat> ron would always say that they never tried we, we were hunters we all had rifles and they're ready to go right he said but they never tried to get at us no and like he said they they never took us away and ate us i'm i'm here that's that's a squatch dog if you hear it in the background yeah he's in training though he's Practicing on a, a, a toy, on but, a but he's ready to tackle a 15-foot squatch. <laughs> That's right, and I do believe he'll lose. <laughs> yeah, but he'll give us time to get away. That's right. So, as promised, before we wrap this up, I'm going to let you all hear the sounds. So, listen away and tell me what you think. Yeah, Um do your own research, form your own opinion, and like Ron Moorhead says, most importantly, keep an open mind. <clears throat> he said uh, a good investigator always keeps an open mind. He never like mocks or looks down on anybody's story until he does his own investigation. Right. So here, have a listen for yourself. 
some sounds I'll just play for you. Some of them may be redundant, I don't know. Uh, the first one is a display, and it's just a display. This is the kind of sound we ran into the very first time in 71. This is a... This is messaging with rocks and raps the way they do. think about that pretty crazy ain't it those were some unique sounds now like i said i've heard the sierra sounds and but some of these other sounds that he played from the sierra i didn't hear those right so that caught my full attention and i, I like the one that was talking with to him and slapping something or, right and and just the, the way it made that yeah i was like man if i heard that i would probably crap myself yeah, yeah, I probably would, but um, the next day I'd be like, oh, man, that was awesome. Right, but he did say that when you hear him, when you hear him breathe, when you hear him talk, he said the, the tape recorder doesn't do it justice, he said, because right. you feel when yes. they communicate. He said it's, it's just so, uh, so it's, powerful. Well, you could feel the frequency inside you, right. the vibration. So in that there... And I could see why some people would get scared and, and say, I, I, I got to go right? and I can't stay here. Just like the, uh, the predator theory in that uh, the latest Bigfoot special. Remember when they had the big cat, the, the predators that they growl in a, a low oh, frequency uh, that you that, could feel yeah, that's, and it'll paralyze you. Uh, it was, uh, I, I want to I say... I forgot what they call it. Expedition but Bigfoot. Yeah, yeah, but no, no, that there is, but there's a, infrasound. There's a infrasound is what they call it. Yes, and like elephants do it, and uh, big cats, big could cats do, it. do it, and and they say they say elephants can communicate. I don't know if it's true, like halfway across the globe because of infra right. infrasound. Yeah, and it, I, I I believe it because it all has to do with frequency. Now. When I was in the military, I worked on radios, and we have some with certain frequencies, and they what they do is called cascading. They bounce off the atmosphere, right? And we could talk to people halfway around the globe. Well, we know it cascades because that's how radio does. Right. Nikola Tesla is the one that proved that. Right, but depending on the frequency, the <laughs> the size. Well, that's AM, FM. Well, you know. even even uh, FM, it, they're different sizes depending on the frequency. Right. And uh, the smaller the one, the smaller the frequency. You get a clearer signal, but some of our only line of sight. Right. The other ones, you 
you uh, give up some of the quality, but you get distance. And that's that's why the radio stations have to pump out so much power so right. that it bounces further. And it fries us. Right. Well, <laughs> but those sounds were interesting. And you know what, people? Let us know what you think about those sounds, man, because, I mean, they intrigued me. And you can let us know at late night with Larry 55 at gmail.com. And you can also hit the subscribe button, which we do appreciate. Yes. But we just thought that this topic, this speech that Ron Moorhead gave in this conference was, I, I just thought it was amazing. And I just happened to stumble across it. And I said, well, this looks interesting. Now, there weren't a lot of people in there, but... I think this should have been like an arena filled with people to he- filled with people to hear this. Well, if I would have known, we would have probably been there if we could. And it was just a little room with right. very few. I was like, how did you not attract a lot of people to this? Because this was probably out of all the conferences I've heard. The best. This was the best one by far. Now, they probably didn't put the word out good enough because a few years ago when they had one at the college in Gallup, they were overwhelmed with their turnout. Right. Well, and you could find this, and I encourage you to watch it, and you be the judge. And it's on YouTube, and just search for Sasquatch language. And I forgot the last one is, but if you do Sasquatch in language, it'll pop up. Right, or uh, search Ron Moorhead. Yeah, and it's going to have a picture of Al Barry, who's the journalist. So Right. Now... If, if, you, if you enjoy the subject as much as we do, do a little research, and maybe you'll stumble across something you think we should watch. And let us know. We'll watch it. We'll talk about it, and we'll see how that relates to the way we think, our perspective. That's right. I mean, we're always out there trying to gain the uh, knowledge and right. gather the evidence now, for we, ourselves. We are just amateurs. You know, we go out there try to do our own field research. We try to do our own research on the internet we listen to what other people have to say but from what i gather we our techniques we have a lot in common with ron so right. i i guess we're doing something right and some of that's common sense though it is and we're just I, i'm just hoping you know before i leave this earth i have my encounter where i could say just like the m&m guy when he saw santa claus <laughs> he does exist right? and maybe we'll both faint like that yeah you know? i wouldn't faint in front of a sasquatch right but anyway, that's what we're going to bring you. We brought you tonight. We hope you enjoyed it. Uh, you know, I, I wish I could play it for you and and you listen. But, you know, there again, I don't know copyright issues and whatnot. Right. Well, we're, we're trying to get up and running on YouTube. So maybe in the future we could put links and you could follow right. them to what we're talking about. Right. And I could send you exactly to what we saw. But I would suggest... Doing a Google uh, YouTube search and just like my brother said, Ron Moorhead or Sasquatch language, and it'll pop up. Watch it. It's about 50 minutes. Uh, he does also take you into the realm of aliens and elongated skulls, which are in Peru, Paracas, which there again, we can't explain those. Right. And he does touch on that because once you dig deeper into all that, they all kind of tie together. They, they really do. And he even gets they, into the red haired giants. Yep. Which are... That's another rabbit hole. (laughs) That's another rabbit hole. And we know that those are supposedly hybrid, alien hybrids with humans. And and we we did a podcast on that, and that was on the Nazca mummies. And uh, there's just a lot of interesting things that you weren't taught in school. 
and that are out there in this universe that you can explain, but everyone just wants to sweep them under the rug. Right, and a lot of the stuff like the red-haired giants, they don't want you to know about because everything's been pulled from the, the, the museum. Smithsonian yeah. and everything, yeah, so... So check it out, people. Let us know what you say. Shoot us an email, and we thank you for listening. Yes, thank you very much, and give us some feedback. Love us, hate us. You want to talk with us. That's right. Thanks for listening. Peace. Peace. Peace.